are again. Greetings. This is Earl from Rad Retirementville. Just checking in again to uh, see how everybody is. Maybe get a little information, a little uplift to you if I can. Been thinking a lot about uh, my eyesight here recently. I've uh, been a diabetic for a few years now, and uh, there's been some ongoing damage to my retina that I'm dealing with at this point. Uh, it got me thinking about eyesight and how important it is, uh, you know, when you're switching glasses trying to read what you're trying to read, and this this, this pair doesn't work, and you get another pair and this pair doesn't work, and finally you kind of angle them a little bit, and adjust them a little bit, and pull your text out a little bit, or pull it in a little bit. And suddenly you can kind of see it and so then you can read and kind of go on. Um, it's unfortunate that as we get older these things kind of face just about everyone and uh, when we go to the doctor, especially the eye doctor, we kind of come across that one exam that we always have to do where they cover one eye and then the other and then they show this large chart of letters and ask us which one's the easiest one to see, where can you see the most. I've got to the point now where it's the top two lines. <laughs> I'm much better than the top two lines. Uh, so, you know, we're having some treatment done on the eye and things like that. But that eye exam is pretty difficult sometimes when your eyes have already started to fail you. So the doctor covers your eye and he tells you to read the letters line by line until you begin calling out the C or the G or the F or the E, O, Q, and then swaps the eyes out to see which eye is in better shape. And then you start to see the blurriness as they, they get smaller. So there's lots of different letters on these charts. There's lots of groupings and sizes, but they all are created to allow the doctor, the ophthalmologist, to determine the quality of your eyesight. And of course, the well-known 2020 being the golden goal. We want to have 2020 vision. Fortunately, I'm not there right now. So, there's one thing that kind of sums up the inability to distinguish the letters as they get smaller. And that's, of course, they get start to get blurry. And so, the more blurry they are, the less likely we are to be very confident in what we're telling the doctor when he's asking us to read those lines. And there's many reasons they can lose the 2020 ranking or the visual acuity. I mean... There's cataracts, glaucoma, your eyes get dry. There's what's going on in the retina for me is uh, the beginnings of macular degeneration. And, uh, you know, as hard as these conditions are, there are treatments for them. I'm going through that right now. And so they can correct that visual blurriness with a variety of means. Glasses, not so effective right now for me, or contact lenses, but laser surgery, cataract removal, lens implants, and other items and devices and methods and treatments can get your eyes back to at least a, an aspect of close to 2020, if not completely 2020. But when we get past the physical and get to the spiritual acuity of our vision, looking at life and the circumstances that we're in and seeing it with sharpness and, and clearness, diagnosing and correcting your blurry spiritual vision can be complex. It's not as easy as just putting on a pair of glasses. 
so I wanted to go through this a little bit and talk about the different types of things that keep us from seeing our spiritual uh, position and our spiritual information that God is trying to show us. And, you know, there are things that cause that visual dis- dysfunction that blur the spiritual vision that keep us from seeing God's pattern for our life, what he's doing in our life, and how he'd like us to move forward in our life. So we're going to try to gain and maintain a 2020 perspective on life circumstances. So the first one I wanted to cover today is uh, you've got the uh, condition of spiritual nearsightedness. So when a person is physically nearsighted, it means they can only see clearly when objects are very close to their eyes. The further away an object is, the blurrier it becomes. So we're going to look at this and try to translate it into the spiritual domain. We would say that a person lives in a state of focusing only on the present moment, what is right in front of them. To a spiritually nearsighted person, the future, the far off, is not clear. The future is blurry and thus a cause for worry. Didn't mean to rhyme that, but it did work out that way. For example, when an unforeseen crisis or circumstance arises in our life, uh, a financial reversal, a sudden illness, something that breaks up a relationship, uh, a job crisis, layoffs, or you know, being fired or things like that, the spiritually nearsighted person sees that crisis clearly, absolutely clear, crystal clear. Loss of income, the illness, the divorce, the lost job, it's right there in front of their eyes. There's nothing blurry about that situation at all. No doubt about it, they can see it really clear. What they can't see, what is blurry to them, is the long term perspective. They're so focused on the present that they can't focus on what God might be doing in the long term. It just crossed my mind, too, that sometimes the reason that we are so blurry about what God's trying to do with us is because maybe in our life we're not so close to Him, that He's kind of far off, that we're kind of saying, well, God's around for me, but He's never close to me, and so I don't really see Him clearly because I think He's far off, because I'm focusing on something that is so close to me. Job was a pretty good example of somebody that started out anyway as spiritually nearsighted. When he started to go through all the things that he went through and that has uh, you know, been written down in the book of Job, he lost everything in his life. And when he, was, when he was going through that, he focused only on his loss. He thought God had been unfair. Job was a faithful and righteous man according to what the scripture tells us. He served God, and yet... It appeared that God had taken everything away from him. The only thing that Job could actually see was the emptiness in front of his eyes. His crops are gone. His livestock is gone. His wealth is gone. His children are gone. And all gone relatively quickly. By the end of his journey, by the end of the book of Job, you see that he has had his eyesight corrected says in Job, but now my eye sees you, and I repent in dust and ashes, Job chapter 43, 42, I'm sorry, Job 42, 5, and 6, because Job gained a far view perspective, he went from railing against God in ashes, 
as he did in Job, in Job chapter 2, to repenting before God in ashes. So this is a key that we have to understand in correcting spiritual nearsightedness. It's found in 2 Corinthians 5.7, where Paul writes, For we walk by faith and not by sight. We must develop a long-term perspective on what God is trying to do in our lives. Because if we don't, we're just going to focus on the here and now. And sometimes that's all we can do at the moment. Look at Job. Job was the same way. Job faced dire circumstances right away, very quickly, all at once. Had been a fine, spiritual, God-loving, God-fearing man. And it seemed everything was just taken away from all at once. And so in the immediate short term, he focused on what was gone in front of him right away. But as he started to focus on God and look toward God and see the distance and the fulfillment that God had brought in his life all along, his vision suddenly became clearer. He started to see the far off, not just the nearby. And that's what we have to kind of focus in our lives on is get away from the fact that there's all this right in front of us. And instead, look up and see a God that is there and waiting for us to call on Him. Ask Him to do the things that, you know, that we need Him to do in terms of seeing things the way He wants us to. Don't allow the here and now to blur out the here to come. Because that's what God's wanting us to see. He wants to see, He wants us to see Him in the long term. So I hope that this is going to help you a little bit. And uh, you guys just continue to pray for me in terms of what my eyesight's going through, but I'll be praying for you, and God is going to do some amazing things in our lives. Thanks.